Good afternoon. Hope your Shabbos preparations are going well. We have about 45 minutes till Shabbos, so let's get going. As we said, on Erev Shabbos, the Torah thought shared will be something we can directly glean from this week's Torah portion, which is Va'era, so we can both be inspired by it and hopefully be inspired to share it around our Shabbos tables with those around. In this week's Parsha, we're getting into the thick of the Pesach story. Paro has already rejected Moshe's request to let my people go, and we all know what comes next. God tells Moshe, okay, time to bring on the ten plagues. And that's when something very curious is read, something subtle, but definitely worth noting, as the famous super commentary Rashi does. In chapter 7, verse 19, the Torah states, And Hashem said to Moshe, Say to Aaron, take your staff and stretch out your hand over the waters of Egypt. And wait, hey, wait a second. Why did God tell Moshe to tell Aaron to do this? Isn't Moshe God's point man on this whole Exodus story? Rashi explains something astounding. Aaron, not Moshe, was told to hit the Nile and turn it into blood and bring out the frogs because the Nile protected baby Moshe when he was put into the little basket and it would have been wrong or ungrateful for Moshe to hit the Nile, which was the source of his salvation. What an astounding lesson. In fact, afterwards, the same thing happens with the plague of lice. The lice came from the sand being hit by the staff as well. And Moshe was not permitted to do this since the sand helped him when he murdered the Egyptian taskmaster who was beating a Jewish slave, buried him in the sand so he wouldn't get caught. The sand hid Moshe's deed and so Moshe needed to show Hakarat Tov, gratitude to the sand. Look how far one's Hakarat Tov must stretch, not just to Hashem or to other people, but even to inanimate objects like the Nile River and the sand. Wait, but that's a bizarre idea. I mean, come on. Isn't it silly to reciprocate kindness to a thing which definitely has no feelings or emotions? Apparently not. The commentaries teach us that from here you learn a really deep lesson about gratitude. See, saying thank you is not simply a courtesy to give someone because they deserve it. We should express gratitude because we should feel so deeply grateful. And in fact, it's more for us than for the object or person of our gratitude. You see, we grow from expressing appreciation because the ability to say thanks requires humility to realize that someone helped me and I needed them. That is why Rav Hutner, a great Rosh Yeshiva originally from Warsaw before the war and then founded Rav Chaim Berlin Yeshiva, pointed out that the Hebrew word for hoda'ah means gratitude, but it also means admission. Gratitude like todaraba and admission like ani modelacha. Why the same word? because the two implicitly go together. The more humble I am, the more I appreciate what others do for me. The more I learn to appreciate others, even things, the more humility I develop. So when we express thanks or teach our children to always say thank you, this is not a lesson in politeness. It's a lesson in cultivating a lens of appreciation for the other. I remember many years ago when I was teaching in chat and after a class, there were two particular students who I know were not at all listening. I mean, not at all. The bell rang, and then as they walked out, they said, Hey, Rabbi, thanks. And I said, because I felt like starting up, Please don't say thank you. It's not accurate. They got offended. Why not? We shouldn't be polite. And I said, No. When you say thanks, it should be because you're honestly thankful. If anything, you could say, Thank God. The bell rang, and the class is finally over. But the thanks is not because I need to hear it, but because hopefully at some point, you will tune in and appreciate it. Okay, I know. I can sometimes be a little too honest. But it's important we understand this concept and what kind of teacher would I be if I didn't really try to elevate the character of the individuals who I was charged to educate. Yes, of course we have to be polite. And of course we train our kids to say please and thank you. And as kids, they do it because it's the right thing to do. But as they get older, it should be because it is the right thing to feel and then to express. 
And I think you would agree, when you hear a heartfelt thank you, you can tell, and that means something. The goal of thanks is to express appreciation, and in order to express appreciation, we have to stop and actually appreciate. So going back to the beginning, when Moshe is told not to hit the water, it's not because the water will be hurt, but because it helps to inculcate this value of appreciation and sensitivity into Moshe, who was quite humble. And I have to tell you, if you study, live, exercise, and strengthen your attitude of gratitude— It is literally life-changing. And so in the week ahead, I think we should all use this opportunity to spend a little time focusing on gratitude. And we might go ahead and dedicate the talks that we have in the upcoming week to go ahead and look into some of the insights around it, if I have your permission. Okay, but I'll start off by going first. Thank you for listening and joining me on this journey. Whether you share additional comments about the impact of the ideas with our own private WhatsApp chats or simply listen and continue to do so. I would definitely not push myself to do this if I didn't think there were people I respected or hundreds of random phone numbers that I see listening along for the simple reason that they want to. And I'm grateful that you entrust me with a few minutes of your time each day. We're all super busy and I don't take that for granted. So wishing you a wonderful Shabbos as I appreciate other things offline for the next 24 hours, 25 hours, and see you tomorrow night. A good Shabbos and thanks for listening.